It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. There's no practice today. So we're recording this on a Thursday. Practice was on a Wednesday yesterday. It's like, not to sound like an old player, like Richie and like Ike. Like, <laughs> but come on, man. Like camp at least is supposed to be like two, three days in a row. To start. Uh, I feel like I'm there should be you. something along those lines. So the one benefit, though, is we can really talk about yesterday. I can really let you know everything that happened. Done a few WIP hits since then, which are mm-hmm. in the feed. And uh, we have the interviews in the feed, too. But this will be my chance to like really dive into it for more than like eight or nine minutes at a time. So it brings me that excitement of getting able to relive practice again in a way. Yeah. And again, I'm living it for the first time. I literally know nothing. I know yeah. zero things Cut that, that happen in practice. Good, uh, hey! good job. Uh, it's like right I'm there. a man of bad takes, right? Like exactly. that one. Yeah, there's your uh, version. <laughs> that's my version. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's look, I think that uh I think the Eagles are kind of like flexing their uh we won the training camp debate last year. We were right. No one can mess with us yes, anymore because we 100%. had 22, 22 starters and ready for the Super Bowl. And we started eight. No. And like all the stuff you're worried about, guess what? We proved it wasn't true. So like, right. we're going we're gonna to do whatever though we want, but I'm with you. Like every other day is like, like, it's so funny. You hear like Richie, perfect example. Cause I hear it all the time when he'll talk about like the, like agita and angst he used to get yeah. before training camp, like knowing training camp was coming and knowing that he was going to get like, the crap kicked out of him and he was going to be like two a days and Andy Reed and like intensity and like pushing sleds and all that. And it's like, it really is. And again, again, not saying they're not doing it right. They win. They're right. But it is, it is to your point. It's like a completely different world now for that. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this. So last year, um, obviously, and we'll get into the training camp stats, by the way, I think I'm going to do something. You tell me if you think this is a good idea or not. I think I'm going to create a Google Doc that all the like roadies, real one on downloaders can log into and check the training camp stats. Daily. Whoa. That's pretty high tech, right? I feel like that's pretty cool. Oh, buddy. Yes. Yeah. Cluing we, people we, in. Uh, real one, Justin, showed me how to do it. So, like, we're oh, ready to shout it out. out to real one, Justin. Yeah. I met a couple of real ones at the fish show, by the way. Really? Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Julian. Met a couple wow. of came up. I'm a roadie. I'm a real the, the, one. I was like, hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> the My people. Audience. I love you more than other people here. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Yes. I'll give you credit. You're, you are very energetic for two straight days of being. At I like, know when the light goes on, buddy, you know, like, me. Yeah, like, you're, you're a as star. soon you're as star. we're done recording, I am like climbing into bed and watching TV for the rest of the day with zero yeah. energy. So I'm just, I'm, I'm laying it all out right now. Well, I have a dentist appointment at three o'clock. 
So I am not excited about that. I'll give you credit too. You're probably like you going recently. And then my other friend Sam went. I'm like, I should really go. I Good guarantee you. something's going to need my to be man. done. But yeah, well, it's worth crossed. going. It's yeah. worth going. Trust so, me, I've got a lot of dental work. So to circle Good. all the way back, uh, yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah, Eagles. Hey. Yeah, right. <laughs> yesterday they did 21 reps on the first team offense. The first day of camp last year they did 20. So not a obviously not a big difference. It's just one more rep, but it wasn't fewer reps. So I think coming into camp, I was curious to see. Last year Hertz did it was like 416 first team reps. I wanted to see if it was going to be more or less on the pace for more, only by a handful. But <laughs> to, to, to your point. Like they've earned the benefit of the doubt. There, there is part of me that feels like, hey, do a tough training camp. You're coming off the Super Bowl. Like, send a message in camp. But the decision maker in me would always lean towards how they do things because we know it works. So day one, it was definitely a physical practice. Red zone are always the most intense competitive drills. Even the seven on sevens are intense. So it was a good practice, but only, you know, 58 minutes. Got the reps in, which is really all that matters. It's not the final time, it's the reps. And they got more reps in than last year. So an impressive first practice, I guess I would say, well, for how they handled it. You've always said, too, that, you know, being down there with the Sirianni practices, that they feel intense for the time yeah. that they are, that you feel like they, it might only be an hour, but they get it in in that hour. Yep. So, all right, let's dive in. Um, I can't believe let's we've gone it. six minutes without just, like, <laughs> diving into all your takes. Huh? Again, I know nothing. All right, so the floor is yours. Like, where where yeah. do you, normally I'd just be like, hurts. Tell like. Like, what do you, what do you feel like should be so, the lead? You're, this is the I, first training camp pot of the season. Elliot, the floor is yours, buddy. I feel like I'm back in college where you have to like decide what the main topic is and like that. Oh, so, yeah. all right, here, here's what I think all Eagles fans should know off of yesterday. Nolan Smith, man. Like I have not been this <laughs> in on a player, like maybe since Jordan Matthews. Like wow. this is, I am, and I am like planting my flag firmly. Nolan Smith was awesome yesterday. And I think too, and I, I haven't said this, but I think it's like such a good sign. So Nolan Smith yesterday runs with the second team uh, defense. He's there with the second team defensive line. First play, first snap, gets around the edge, gets past the offensive tackle, gets to Marcus Mariota, and he doesn't strip the ball from him, but Mariota has to move up. He's clearly uncomfortable after being moved off of his spot. And the ball shakes loose and he drops it. So Nolan Smith didn't didn't force the fumble, but that fumble doesn't happen without Nolan Smith getting there. So no, that was one standout play from him. Um, when you watch him run in the open field, it's it's extremely impressive to me for a player that is that size and is playing that position. Again, I don't think he's undersized. It's not like when you say a safety that converted to linebacker is a really good athlete for that position. Like, no, Nolan Smith is a defensive end. He is a defensive end's body. But the way he moves, it's just his first step. is It's incredible. Uh, Lane Johnson said afterward that he's been really impressed with him. Brandon Graham said he's been really impressed with him. I just, I can't believe this dude fell to him at 30. It's day one, snap one. Like, I understand that he has a long way to go to prove things. And as much as I'm creating this hype, of course you should give him time to adjust the NFL. But I think the Eagles should be just so excited about what they got in him. So excited about what they saw in practice. I just... I think he's going to be really, really good. You love him. You I'm telling you, man. Love I think this dude Nolan is going to be Smith. awesome. You love Nolan Smith. Yeah. I do too. I think he looks He's great. like I mean, mine to Kobe. But you, yeah, he clearly is. Yeah. He's like, and look, I think he's, you know, I, I wanted them to draft him at 10, you know, much less uh, yeah. 30. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I think the upside with this kid is 
through the roof, the athletic ability, all that stuff. D- to the point you made, though, look, he is still uh, someone who he's going to have to, they're going to have to figure out how to use him the right way. And luckily, you know, with Reddick, it's a perfect spot and all that to, to know how to use players like that and all that. But give this kid a chance. Like he is not a prototypical step right in edge rusher right this second well, in the NFL. Have to be too. That's yeah, but that's nice my thing, point. Right? Yeah, yeah. He'd give him a chance to, to learn from these guys to, to develop his body a little bit more to bulk up a bit and all that. And, yeah. To your point, I think the future is super bright. And, and we haven't we had talked on his shoulders and all that too. Yeah, we haven't talked to him yet in in camp. Obviously, we've talked to him since he's been here. But that's the other exciting part about it too. Like players, I forget who it was yesterday compared him to Brandon Graham in the way that when he walks in the building, there's you know a smile on his face. Uh, he never it looks like he never had a bad day. So I just think there's a lot to be excited about with him. Ultimately. I think how much we like a player's personality is almost always dictated on how good they are. There's very few players that were like, wow, what a great leader and guy that, that aren't that good. So Nolan Smith will have to produce on the field. But yeah, I think to me, like the, and it's funny, actually all the Georgia guys were probably the standouts on yesterday, but I think the, the main kind of on the field play that I took away was, was how good Nolan Smith looked. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the other Georgia guys stood out too, though. Like, yeah. talk, talk about the other three or four or whatever. Well, let me say this: as someone that has big cheeks, so like, whenever I like, when I can always tell when I'm putting on weight by how big my cheeks look. <laughs> Jordan Davis, I can see it in his face. The dude has lost weight. He's lost weight. Like, I just when you watch him walk around, you look at his face, not without his, and he looks slimmer too. You can kind of see it, like in his upper body. But with with the helmet on on the field, he still looks like a huge human. Obviously, he's not like you know 220 pounds now. Like he's still the biggest guy out there besides Jordan Mailata. But you can see that he slimmed down, and I think it has shown. And it it showed in that first day of practice. There were not many times last year. I'm sure there's one or two I'm forgetting. But I feel like there weren't many times where we came on the pod and I was like, man, Jordan Davis had a great day of practice, or Jordan Davis really shined. I think in general he didn't really pop last year outside of physically how big he was. There was a play I remember. It's 11 on 11s, uh, first team versus first team. The ball is snapped. And the first thing I noticed, and which is telling because normally I'm looking at the quarterback, the receivers, whatever. First thing I noticed was Jordan Davis getting up and just pushing back two offensive linemen into the pocket, just pushing them back. So we've had the Jordan Davis discussion a lot. And over the last few months, there's been no real content to kind of change the discussion like we all know he has to rush the passer everyone agrees on it whether you're high on him low on him worried about him think last year was injuries like wherever you feel about him all that matters is if he can rush the passer and he did that yesterday didn't get a sack but like collapsing the pocket is what really matters if you're a defensive tackle you want to get sacks but if he's well, actually a nose pocket, tackle particularly like yeah and that's the other thing too where when he was drafted it was like uh he had some saying it was maybe like you know two on me so the others eat or two on me so someone's free something like that yesterday he looked like someone that two players are going to have to potentially guard um or block so that was impressive you know it wasn't like throughout the whole practice but that play caught my eye uh because they need 
pass rush from up front. Like we don't know what Jalen Carter is going to be. Fletcher Cox is a year older. Milton Williams with more snaps, who knows? Marlon Tuapolo too is more of a run stopper. So if Jordan Davis can be just a B plus B pass rusher, that will that uh, that will be really big. So that play really stood out to me uh, yesterday. Yeah, look, go out and get the best athletes in the country who play at the best program. You know, I like, I know it's like simple and stuff, but we keep saying this, but like these guys are Uber athletes. Like, again, I know I say it all the time. Jordan Davis for his size, one of the best athletes we've ever seen for his size, you know, like pure athlete. I always think about this. Someone asked me recently, um, like, would they redo the pick if they could, like if they could go back and draft somebody else. And I remember when we recorded the pod after they drafted and maybe it was before, but it was around that time. And I wasn't as high on the pick and you were, but something you said always sticks with me, which is like, just take the biggest defensive lineman. Like, I think mm-hmm. sometimes it's as simple as that. And, and if you look, there's really not many players around him that you would go, okay, I would definitely take that guy over Jordan Davis. I think we talk so much about different decisions the Eagles make on this pod and ultimately how it plays out is a bit out of their control but all that can make sense is a process behind the decision. And while I have definite concerns about if he could be more than a run stopping nose tackle, which would make it a bit of a poor process. I think that if you're a team that consistently just drafts the best athlete in the draft, at defensive tack, a defensive line among those top 30 picks, you're going to hit. And so we'll see if it takes him a few years. We'll see if he does it this year, but it is encouraging just to see like, he looks in great shape. He's a great personality guy. He talks all the time. He's a leader. And so to see him start to make plays, like maybe he is just way more comfortable this year. 